What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of A Wolf in Geeks Clothing, hosted by yours truly, Wolfson, and with me, my special guest, the one and only Mike Phoenix Hero. Let's go! We're back again in the studio. We're happy. We're back again. All right. How's it going, man? How you doing? Pretty good. We got a lot of stuff to talk about since last week. So. Jesus, we got a lot of things to talk about, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, last week I was uh we couldn't do it because uh I was in Chicago. We get we couldn't schedule that time, but it's a good thing because we did leave like a half of the of the episode that we recorded previously to two parts because we did yeah. two hours. We did two hours that we didn't even thought it was gonna be two hours, but it's yeah. a good thing that we divided it and have like an, an episode just exclusively to TCG talk only. And an episode talk about everything else. So we're like one piece only because <laughs> your rant went for a while. <laughs> My rant for a while, but it came for good intentions. No, yeah, you know? yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't because like I hate the game. Like no, the game is good. It's just um, yeah. It's it, it's just like any other TCG. It's a premium to play. You wanna play? You wanna play in the meta competitive level? You're gonna spend money out of it. You know, like. Right now, we were um, yesterday, we were on the locals, uh, Mac cards. Shout out to you, Travis, and everybody else, Chris, in the Mac card shop and the community itself, man. George, Matt, Lulu, um, Kenneth, Alex, Alex, yeah. Ruben, you know, shout out to all you guys, man. You guys are the G's, man. And everybody else who haven't, that haven't mentioned by name, you know, but, you know, you guys are always there. Thank you guys for always making like the locals always unique for us. You know, we always do enjoy, but. Yeah, yesterday, I just like, even George, oh, sorry, George, I forgot about you, man. But even George, everybody was just like all in that one piece hype train overall. Like, yeah, everybody was like, all right, I'm, I'm finished. I, I finished playing with you. All right. Let me know when the round is over. I'll be playing one piece. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, seriously? Yeah. It was like that way. I was like, bro, there's like, what, nine minutes? You're going to play nine minutes of one piece? We got to jump on the next round afterwards. So like the whole One Piece thing is the hype is real, but at the same time, I feel like I, I you still have to pay a certain amount of money to it, like like any other TCG. It's not just exclusively like Yu Gi Oh is the, the the most expensive, you know. But One Piece is becoming the most expensive right now, and I called it on the last episode. I don't know if we, if, we if you can refresh me. Did you did you watch the episode? Yeah. Did, is there like anything that I said right now that I might have changed my mind or? Or everything I have so far has been spot on because they just released or announced like new sets for One Piece and they're already like in the thousands. Yeah. And also, I think talking to Travis, mm -hmm. I think he said the next set, all the previous cards are basically useless because all the meta decks are going to be from the next set. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, like, set six uh -huh. is going to have all meta decks in it. And so, like, decks from like set four, set five, three. Are not going to be like relevant from what I understood. But isn't that bad? Is that bad? Yeah, you can you can say that. Yeah, I'm not saying if it's good or bad. I'm just saying that's what I've heard. So I think your opinion was right because it's like you invest in all these cards and now they're going to become useless. That's a fair. And I, I'm and I'm trying to see the Travis's point, uh, his perspective as of like and George as well because George also has been telling me a lot. I'm trying to see their perspective. I was like, like, no, you don't lose money. You, you invest and you gain money. It's like, okay, but when is the investment? Like, when does the investment really comes back? Once the next news set comes around, all these cards that you invested are dead. Like, you already spent and now they're worth worthless. That's where a casual player like me comes into play. It's like, oh, all the cards I couldn't afford? Okay, now I can get it. But yeah. then at the same time, it's like, is it really relevant to me to be playing? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like it, it's just it's just a uh, I'm not gonna go on another rant, man. No. I'll just take the Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> That's just me. You, eventually you're gonna get into it, man. Nah. <laughs> you I said I said the same thing. I said the same thing. I said I was not getting into it. Now I'm into it. Now I'm liking it. Now I got the red purple Luffy deck all completed. I got all the cards. And I wanted to build a second deck, which is like an ace deck. Mm -hmm. But everybody tells me like that uh, that deck is worthless right now because it's not really that good in the current format. But it's like, so you're saying that the cards are cheap, huh? Yeah. So you're telling me I can get an entire deck for 30 bucks and still play? Hold mm -hmm. up. Wait Sign a minute. Something ain't right. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, One Piece is, is the real deal. It's becoming a real deal. I mean, I, I, you saw Travis's uh, post about me? 
Yeah, yeah. He retweeted, no, re you. Yeah, he re me. Like, he like screenshotted from Facebook and then he just posted on all social media. So it's like, yeah. the hype is real. Absolutely happy that we can provide. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You could have tagged me at least. Yeah. <laughs> the minimum you yeah. could have tagged me. I tagged you, but you know. But yeah, like everybody's on that One Piece hype train. I was like, I can see why. Like, it's good. It's a good game. I see it's kind of balanced. And I haven't played enough, only on the simulator. And I definitely am intrigued to play a little bit more on the local scene. But I don't know if I'm prepared to like commit on the Wednesdays and Fridays on the tournaments because that's that's a too much commitment. I would do yeah. that if it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I've been committed to Yu-Gi-Oh! for many years. That's different. Yeah. But One Piece, I just start, I just, you know, testing the waters out of it. I don't think I'm ready for that fully committed. Like I'd rather like come into the store on Saturday early play with some of the guys, just get that local feel and then play Yu-Gi-Oh! Like that's, that's more look like my investment where it is right now. I don't yeah. know if that's going to change over time. If I see myself like I'm, I'm a much more better player than One Piece, like I said previously, then sure, I'll make the transition. Yeah. But afterwards, it's good. Um, I don't have anything bad to say. It's just my thoughts from last week that, you know, it's, it's another premium to play TCG. And based on what Travis told you, it's going to be like that again because then all the cards that you invest in is like they're worthless. Mm -hmm. It sucks. It sucks. But it is what it is. It, that's TCG in a nutshell here in the States. You know, here in, in the North American or in the Western region. OCG is way different on every other card game. But yeah, dude, I, yesterday we went on Locals. I was yeah. so confident. Very confident. Because I thought I was like, this is the day. I got the spice. I got the sauce. I got the text. I'm ready for any deck. In a sense, I was ready for any deck. And then you lost to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, though. <laughs> yeah, don't love me too much. Emotional damage. Talking about game one. <laughs> All right. So first and, for, first and foremost, I will say this. Mike, he's an excellent Yu-Gi-Oh! player. Thanks. Like, if you guys don't consider him... Uh, great player you should because he knows what he's talking about and every time I, I talk with Mike over either on, on Discord or even on, on Locals he always gives me like the most interesting tech choices and interesting spices that that I, I one perspective you look like this man is crazy but then it somehow works and for some reason, somebody also finds out and, and now it becomes the most popular shit ever. I'm like, nah, bro, this, the idea came from him. Some, one of you guys spread the word. Everybody said it was dumb and then they start testing it and it's like, oh no, it's the greatest invention ever, you know? And they give credit to the other people instead of giving it to Mike. Mike when I tell you, when he knows his shit, he knows his shit. I'm surprised you haven't pursued your pro player status out of it. <laughs> I'm surprised. It's it's what might say knowledge is power. Yeah. The more you know about these old take choices, the more you are much better off as a Yu-Gi-Oh player than you than you know on piloting a deck. Because if the knowledge, if you know the knowledge of the ins and outs of your deck and the ins and outs of other decks, plus some of the interesting tech choices that you implemented for other decks, you'd be surprised how much you win on games mm -hmm. by just that because. People are not ready for them. Yeah. And that's the element that you want to get. The element of surprise that they don't have anything to side in and side out or, or well, guess it. So I played my Saturian Horus after I first time I piloted it and I had to re rethink my strategy. And fans of mine, he says like, yo, add some of the Magistus cards. Add some of the Magistus cards. I was like, all right, I'm going to add it. See how it goes. Would you know in the, my first round, I was going against a Marincis player, which is all link based, and the Magistus basically win me the game. I like I was gonna go for a hot wreck calamity because I'd had three triggers at the Primera, stand up, and then MF, MF to replace the Trudea so I can have like more follow-ups and then the turn. All of a sudden the Marincis player had a call by the grave, which is like, oh well. You had it, you had it. You have it, you have it. But the thing that I always do is that even if you had the MF out the field, I mean, even if you have the MF out of the graveyard and you somehow block or chain block my MF, I never declare Trudea 
to change to level. I just leave it as it is. Level four. Because there are times it's like, okay, if I cannot, if the, if, if I cannot make to heart rate calamity because of doing the MF combo, my thought process is like that's because they have something that they can counter my heart rate calamity combo. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me leave it at level four so I can have something to follow up. Because if if that if it's that easy, then that means I can have to like re strategize. And because I re-strategize, they call by the grave my MF, excuse me, synchro summon, level eight, the Magistus Zorora. And because I knew it was a Marinsa sprayer, as a Zorora effect, Equip one of Magistus card, and when it's equipped, you cannot activate any of the extra deck that has been equipped. So link, all right, let me link up to Artemis. All right, because it's Artemis, you cannot have any of your link monsters be activated. It's a dead, dead game for the Marinsis player because they can link off if they want to, but they can activate the effect. They can under skill drain, a link skill drain, a pseudo link skill drain for themselves, only exclusively to themselves. Yeah, <laughs> And the, and they and then they were like oh no so they did they did other combos that I was like like okay like, it doesn't matter I, I'm still here yeah still here and then they say that oh we're, I'm gonna go and match you oh you had to get rid of something I was like I got Primera and I got the Magistus all right bye Primera <laughs> I don't need you because yeah. like if I'm if I'm pseudo locking you on on links and you have nothing you don't have any out yeah to my Magistus then. I'm I'm just keep going play until you say you scoop and then we're going to game two, and that's what happened. Game two, then um I went going second and I somehow beat him with Legadia and an and an I think I did hot calamity, but I hot calamity on my turn, mm -hmm. and I still run him over with more with more with more cards. So I had I had my full board. That alone was already good. So I was like. Offense to this guy would tell me to add the Magistus card over. Yeah, that I was just like, wow. I can't, and I told him as soon as I as soon as I did, it's like, yo, Mike, <laughs> yo, you're right. You're you know what? For now, I'm just listening to you. You see my deck? You feel like, why don't you have this? Okay, okay, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I, I'm just gonna change it then. I'm just gonna change it. Unless it's something like valid that I haven't uh, like an explanation as to why I need it. Yeah. Other, otherwise, like I will, I will ninety, I will ninety percent of the time listen to all your recommendations for tech choices and whatnot to improve my deck because because of that small improvement, it was just a smooth sailing from yeah. from every other deck and because I feel like everybody on my centurions, everybody wants to snipe me on draw so I can't play, so I had to re-strategize my mind and say like I need to play under draw, so I have to go through maneuvers before they go draw on me. Mm -hmm. And I have to be careful to know whether they have draw or not. Because if I do the horse package to Emsetti, then I'll be screwed Yeah. afterwards. Then I can do Primera. I just I can only do just Emsetti, Horace, and have a, a, something on the board. That's And that's nothing. So round two comes with you. I was like, damn, already? Already, yeah. And this time, Mike is not playing with Kashira anymore. So I'm playing against him on... The new deck that just came out, the structure deck, the Fire King structure deck, which is something that has been like in the meta. Like, how do you describe Fire King right now? It's definitely like tier three. Like, it's a bit better than Rogue, but once we get the support in like Phantom Nightmare and once we get Bonfire, yeah, it's crazy. Because like my issue right now is like sometimes I can't search the bird that I need. Okay. But Bonfire takes care of it. And then having more interruptions comes with like um, Promethean Princess mm -hmm. and the Snake Eyes, yeah. the pink one. So like having that is going to be crazy because they just will play through a bunch of hand traps, which it already does. Because what I was talking about in the car was game one, I was fighting Pearly, mm -hmm. the guy Ash, Imper, and Nibiru me, and I still went with board. Jesus, that's pre. That's pre Phantom yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Pre bonfire. This is pre like all the meta cards I need. You're right. <laughs> he Nibiru me, and I literally had nothing. And I was like, "Wait, Snake Eyes, the one that wanted the shuffle yeah. to draw." And I think my draw was the level one bird. And I was like, "Level one bird, <laughs> let's go." <laughs> yeah, I saw it when you did that to me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So. Snake Eyes actually does, yeah, does put some gas on this deck. Holy crap! I, I fought the same guy last week because I know you weren't there last week, and I had no cards in hand. He kept 
he had the pearly, the big one, and he kept just like shuffling everything I was using yeah. back into my deck. And I'm like, okay, he has no more shuffles. Let me do the same combo with the snake eyes. I drew, I top deck Frenier. And I'm like, special summon Frenier, attack, banish your big cat. And I was like, and I was like, affect a search. Now I have a second Frenier for next turn if he beats over it. And he was like, come on, bro. Your top decks are crazy. I'm just like, that's why it's Yu-Gi-Oh. It's Yu-Gi-Oh. It's, it's all luck based, bro. Yeah. No skills. <laughs> it's all about the heart of the cards, man. Hey, the heart of the cards saved your ass yesterday against me, man. You were like, heart Yu-Gi-Oh! And then you and then you just broke my board. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Congratulations. Well, there there goes my board. Game one, I, I stopped. I know where to stop you. I think because I was play testing Lost in Cheerion. Yeah. Because I always play test all decks, even if I hate them. Mm. Like oh. I was I was play testing when oh, the interesting. Came out. I didn't know. So you play test every deck even though you hate them, even though yeah. you know you're not gonna play them. Yeah. Like tier, like that's when people try to argue, like, oh, we never play tier. I'm like, I play tier. I don't like it because I know how the playstyle is. Mm. I just didn't like how it plays. Um, but so Centurion, I knew it's like you only have one search. I'm gonna ask you on that one search. Oh and yeah. that's when you did um was it Primera to search the field spell? I'm like Ash. Yeah. I was like, you're not getting that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that and that's the funny thing. I was trying to play under under freaking draw mm -hmm. the whole time. And it was kind of risky when I did with Re Vision Resonator effect to add Crimson Gaia. I was like, huh, this guy didn't draw me and then he asked me. It's like, <laughs> interesting. Cash? No? So it's like, when is he planning to drop the draw? Because I know him. And I know the cards that he was going for. And so I knew, I knew he had a hand trap for, waiting for me. I just didn't know what it was. And then when I went, you know, Primera Effect to, to go ahead and do, do the crazy combo. Nope. Ash. I was like, oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> to be fair, I was thrown off that you're playing Frenier. Because I told you to play it like a long time ago. You're like, why are you playing that? I'm just like, because I, I showed you my deck list. Yeah, yeah. But you had the three frame years. You had the three frame years plus you had the Diabella Star package as well. Yeah. That, it was like a crazy that list that you had. I was like, yeah. huh, interesting. No, I, I saw you took the fin years. I was like, good choice. No, because then you went into, I mean, you can tell them. Oh, I then, then here's the fin. Here's the text, the, the spice sauce. So I knew. So when, as, when, as soon as he asked me, I was like, all right. Somehow, I kind of knew he was going to stop me because there was no way that he knowing how I play and he knowing how I'm just going to combo off. Like, if you don't stop me right now at the very beginning, you know I'm just going to combo off and there's no stopping me. Not even halfway, you're going to stop me. Like, the, like you could try and not. And it's not going to be enough. Even if you try to nip me, I'm still going to combo off. So he, he stopped me at, at the most chalk point for Centurion. And I kind of anticipated that. Like, I either he had a droll, Emperor, and asked whatever he had it. I knew he had something to stop me. And as soon as he did that, I say, okay, normal summon Vision Resonator. Vision Resonator is a tuner. It's a level two. Castrira, level seven. They can both make on level nine. I synchro off to a virtual world QB Sension, which is the first macro cosmo before um, Ryzeheart. Like it was the first Arisar before Arisar. And well, Dark Law. So it's the synchro. So it's the, <laughs> it's the synchro. Yeah. It's the synchro version of Macro Cosmos. <laughs> yeah. Dark Law was the fusion. Yeah. Shenshin is the synchro and Arisar is the Etsy. Now we're waiting for the link version of it. The link, yeah. If there's going to be a link version that's going to be like a Macro Cosmos type of thing, like I think that's going to be the most broken link ever because yeah. that. It had to be. A, it has to be a, like a link four or five, so that way it's hard to pull it out. But once it's out on the board, it's like, nah, you're done, though. You're done, yeah. Yeah. So I pulled the 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 Shenzhen out, and I was like, all right, I know he's playing Fire King. He needs his graveyard, otherwise his effects won't trigger. <sighs> draw, <laughs> and then I immediately draw his. I'm like, imperm your Shenzhen. Yo! All my hope and confidence just went out the window at that moment when he just imperm my Shenzhen because it was like, well, Macrocosmos is no longer valid. And also, it cannot be protected as well. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. That's right. Let him, let him do his combo. It's his first time playing the deck. 
Like, let it do. I'm pretty sure he's going to mess up at one point, you know, and then I'm going to live the next turn and I'm just going to revive Shenzhen because Shenzhen allows me to, you know, for the, for a Centurion deck, mm-hmm. basically all, all cards are all different attributes and different typing. So Shenzhen makes a lot sense to have it because all you got to do is just banish any two. Yeah. And then you revive Shenzhen back on the field. This mofo just basically link climb to access code. Emotional oh, damage. Yeah, so access code. So yeah, that was my end board. So fifty three access code. Yeah, which I got rid of two of your things, and then I had the big burn. Yeah, big burn, and it gained attack because I destroyed because, one of my stuff. Yeah. So that was enough to to win for game. And I just added Celine and that um, dark charmer like that morning because I was like I had access code, but I didn't have a way to really link climb. So I was like, let me take out some of my XCs and put in Celine, and I was like, it paid off. I mean, the the why was what was the reason for you to add Celine into the extra there? Because it was a very interesting thing that when I saw Celine, because normally when I see Celine, when somebody at, pulls out a Celine, it's because um they have usually they have like a Baylor or something, so they can like link climb to add to school. Well, I have Baylor, and I have the Evolve Star, so I have Spellcasters. I just didn't draw them. to 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 link climb. Yeah, to link climb. Okay, but I. I this deck brings out so many resources that it didn't matter. You saw it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. You yeah. already have another one and then you had access code with another free case stick. Yeah, that was enough. To, yeah. That was actually pretty good. It was good. And then game two, that was game one. Game yeah. two, you won again? No, I'd lost to you. I mean, oh, yeah. oh, because- I messed up because of the field spot. I forgot that like that protects it. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something. For somebody that, 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 play, that I play a lot and plays uh, all these decks, when he wasn't ready to pop one of the cards, that he was like, "I'm gonna pop your field spur because the field spur allows you to synchro in in either either player's turn." Yeah, and I told him very clearly, "Do you want to do that?" He's like, "Yeah." Are you sure that's the play that you want to go? He's like, "The rethinking." He's like, "Okay, no, 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 yeah, I'm gonna do this." It's like one last chance. Once this is done, it's done, right? He's like, "Yeah, yeah, just yeah, pop the pop, pop your field spell." It's like, "Okay," I went like this. And I put it right back in the field cell because this cannot be destroyed by opponent's car offense when I control a Centurion monster. No! He's like, oh no, I should have popped Legadia. It's like, I didn't, I'm not allowed to give you like pointers. Yeah. But I, but I, I give like an assertion. I'm like, are you sure that's the action you want to c- commit? Yeah. I gave him fair warnings. Normally I would not do that to anybody. It's like, yeah. oh, you target this? All right, cool. Doesn't happen. Like you, that, is that the end of your action? That's fine. Doesn't go. Protected, yeah. Like, but the thing is, I'll never forget that interaction. I'll never forget that that is protected by a centurion. <laughs> that's how. That's how monster you, card. Yeah. Because there's 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 times that that people will say, no, no, I have a centurion card. It's in this continuous spell track. It's like, yeah, but it's when it's in the back row, it's not considered a monster card. It's considered a continuous trap. It's only when it's on the field that is considered a monster card when it's on the monster card. So that's a, an important uh, ruling because mm-hmm. uh, anybody will say, no, no, my field spur is protected because I got, you know, Saturns on the back. It's like, no, no, your Saturns have to be here. Yeah. Then it's protected. But e- even if I popped the, the, yeah, the monster, Legadia, I didn't have any. I showed you, I opened birth of both my, oh, oh, um, oh. all my uh, spells. And yeah. I was like, that's not enough. I needed one name. I needed something I didn't. So even if I popped the right thing, so, Put in like Archfiend climbing me. I was like, it, it just, I would have just passed regardless. Yeah. Then game three, that's where you had it, that you went full combo because I didn't have anything to stop you at that point. You just have a lot of interruptions. I didn't know. I, no, I think you like, you had like very little combo off, but even so, that was already enough for you to stop me altogether. No, you kind of messed up because oh, you yeah? put the Ligaria in the zone in front of the link. So I went, remember, because I went to Amina uh, and I grabbed I mean, it. Yeah. And that's how like, I, I beat over everything because I was like, well, my Amina is now, what, 35? Yeah. 30, and 30, I, didn't, I, didn't have, and I didn't have any resources to come back. Yeah. That's what happened. I was like, yep, I'm going to take this. I summoned like maybe one or two birds and I was like, let me just like hit you. Yeah. And then um, round three, I had a uh, solid player, which is, is not his fault. Like I beat him in both games. 
like he knew he knew what he was doing. He it, there was just certain interactions and effects that he wasn't aware of. So that I couldn't blame him on that. So I was told him after the game, like, hey, just so you know about you could have done this, you could have done this, you could have done this. And, you know, I, I didn't have any problems on solid per se. I just realized like I had to play through some uh, when it comes to roar and rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the, you got those two cards and then you have a Fermier on the field, it's like, yeah, like so it's almost hardly impossible for me to break through. But yeah, it was it was it was okay for for Satorium. Did did you magistus him? I didn't magistus him because I already had enough resources for for me to like go full full combo. Like okay. in the first first game, I beat him. Second game, he beat me because he had full combo. I didn't have anything to stop him. Yeah. Third game, I just went calamity lock with Baron on the field and Happy on the field and. Full back row, ready to to Crimson Dragon. So I was ready. I was gonna go for the Hawk Hawk Calamity, and if and if he does the M, call by the Grave on MF, that's fine. I, then I'll do the Magistus. I was I was very committed to it. I was like, I sure, like that's fine. It doesn't matter. But later I found out after the game that he he had nib in his hand, and he could have nibbed me before because yeah. he had evenly a nib. And he could have broke my board in terror. So even if I did the Magistus board, it wouldn't matter because he would have just still destroyed me with uh with evenly. But it was an interesting play. What was your third round? George. Oh boy. <laughs> Delay yeah. Gober. Game one, he won. Game two, I won. Then game three, there's only like three minutes left. Yeah. And he was still like humbling off. Jesus. So it was a draw. And I was hoping like I was hoping he would have bricked or something. Right. Or not have full combo because I play like I added the old Kirin, the old Fire King Kirin, the one that it just destroys any fire card from your deck. Oh. And I would have destroyed Scattershot because it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I literally, and I had something to actually do the combo. Mm-hmm. So, I was hoping he would have passed, but when time was called, he was still like linking off and stuff. And I was like, it's a draw. It's a draw. Because I asked him, like, do you play Burn? He's like, no. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and George is honest to you. Like, yeah. he's not going to bullshit you around. It's yeah. like, yeah, and so the last round, I I went again against the Fire King player, and, and you went against Alex on his what Bestials? Yeah, Dra- Dragon Link. Oh, he Full went Dragon Link. Yeah, because oh. George is playing. He's not playing Dragon Link. He's playing more of like Horus Horus Dragon Bistial. Synchro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, Horus Synchro Toolbots or something yeah. like yeah. Yeah, Alex was like pure Dragon Link, and I just okay. did not get any hand traps and stuff like that. I was like, okay, okay. you got it. And did you did you won that game or you lost? No, game one I lost. Game two, I play. I I'd used penalty game. Yeah. So I was excited. I'm like, yes, I drew penalty game. Used it. Interesting tech choice because yeah. it's an old old fucking car. Like back in our days when yeah. Yu Gi Oh wasn't like normal summon set pass. It it's um Flame. 2005. Yeah. Flame, Flame of Eternity. Flames of Eternities. Yeah. Basically, it's like if your opponent has four cards, it's not four or more. It's literally four. You can activate it and you can pick either they skip their next draw phase or they can activate spell and trap cards this turn. So he pitched um Lubelion and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, cards in hand four. I'm just like, penalty play. <laughs> and um that like he couldn't do anything because I know he had probably ravine or he could have searched ravine or something right. like that. The boot sector launch. I know all yeah, the cards. The quick launch, play, yeah. That he but had, he, he can't activate them. But I just didn't have anything in hand. And he just got it. And I was like, yeah, you got it. Like, <laughs> couldn't stop him. Yeah. Um, mine was, again, Fire King, another Fire King player. Um, I've never seen him in the locals. I think, I feel like last was week was his first week. Then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, again, going against Fire King, and it's a new deck to me. I have no idea what it does or what it's doing. I did my best. I definitely did my best because there was just a, a lot of interesting rulings that he wasn't aware of. Because I didn't know much about uh, about the game of Fire King, how they plays, mm-hmm. but I know certain rulings had to be timed precisely. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're essentially cheating in a way without mm-hmm. going without meant to be cheating. Yeah. So there was a, like an interesting play on game one. There was like a lot of weird combos that he was doing, and I was like, "All right, Fam Rear, I'm gonna enter Fam Rear to declare attack." Fenrir to uh, Fenrir to Fenrir to Fenrir, but you know, you know, add uh, Fenrir effect to activate to banish, 
And then he he had thought about it. And he's like, all right, I'm going to activate my Fenrir. And I'm like, no, you, yeah. you're not allowed to. Like, Fenrir only activates after yeah. a monster's effect has been activated or when it's on attack declaration, when Fenrir is attacking. Not when it's being attacked. Attack, yeah. Not after I activated effect. Like, no. Yeah, it's a trigger, not a quick effect. Yeah. Exactly. The interesting ruling. So he didn't know about that. And we were back and forth about it until we finally like uh, until he finally understood, and then he activated his Avra mm -hmm. effect to negate. And I was like, "That's fine by me. I'm just gonna crush for your Fenrir because all I needed, all I needed was to crush my Fenrir to your Fenrir, so I can couple off the next turn." Well, it turns out that he had his Kirin. Wait, 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 so before that, so he. This is this is for game one. I haven't yeah. mentioned the the second game too, where he had the the other key urine. No, no. What I'm saying is the the uh, he's, okay. So you Fenrir, he negated. Negated by exactly. destroying what? I think he destroyed uh, the key urine on his hand. Okay, and he didn't activate his own Fenrir because because now it's live when everything resolves because you activate your Fenrir. Oh no, I, but you were crashing. Into I was it. yeah. I was oh, crashing. Okay. This was all in during crashing course. No, he, no, because it will resolve and he has the ability to, to trigger it off now. The crashing course. So so on the crashing course, he negates with Avra by destroying the cure. Yeah. And and now he can act now he now, can trigger Fenrir. Now af afterwards. Yeah. But then, but then he used Kiron effect to destroy my monster. So okay. I couldn't like con I couldn't continue attacking yeah. him because there was like a sequence of effects. So I was I But, but he didn't trigger his own Fenrir. No, he didn't. And that was that your only card on field? On that at the time, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, at the time that was my only card. So I had to like proceed in main phase two. And then then I was like, all right, somehow I need to learn how to play around Fenrir at that time because he already threw out his negates. Yeah. Then he had another fire king that negated my spell. I was like, oh, okay, but well then fuck me. At yeah, that point, the rail rail monk or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I I don't know. And then I said game two. Let's go to game two. Game two was probably the longest because I went full combo, mm -hmm. but he definitely stopped me for going hot calamity. But I still went off to do other things, you know. And that was like a back and forth. That was that was the game that took a, a while back and forth. And it's a good thing because I had him setting on the hand and he ashed it, so it's like that's perfect by me. And it, there's there's where it comes to ruling that he wasn't aware that he thought that he could have just triggered at the moment. And it was like, no, that's not how it worked. So the, here's what happens. Turn player is me. I'm a, I'm a main face. He has two cards on the field, on his side of the field with mm -hmm. the spell. The spell allows him to quick effect, you know, Etsy summon if he has the not right quick effect, trigger effect. Oh, trigger effect. He, yeah. Wait. So you have to summon? It's uh -huh. a special summon. Special summon. Uh-huh. Trigger on the summon. Now I understand okay. why he it's was not a quick effect. Now I understand what he was trying to do. Okay, now I understand because he as soon as I summon Legaria, I I, I was gonna do my fit. He's like, um, yeah, trigger fit. I'm gonna use this and this. I'm like, hold on a second. I'm turn player. Yeah, I have priority. I have a a, a trigger effect first. Yeah, before you're allowed to activate your before you have allowed to respond. Yeah, so Legaria effect. Is to basically when it's special summon, not synchro. When it's special summon, you get to draw a card, and then if if your opponent controls a monster, you can destroy it with the highest attack. That was the play. It should it should still work with synchro summon, huh? It shouldn't it still work with synchro summon because a synchro summon is still see. a special summon. You're gonna test it right now. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna read it. Any any summon from the extra deck no, is considered a special summon. Yes, yeah. If this card is special summon, yeah. So it could be Monster Reborn. Yeah. Or, but I'm saying if you normally Synchro Summon it without the field spell, it should still... Oh, yeah. It's still considered yeah, yeah. Uh, special. special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, th there's no doubt about it. Okay. So, the, so I have priority first yes, and yes. I have to trigger my effect first. Mm -hmm. So trigger effect, draw, and then and then if there's a card in the, a monster in the field, then I draw. Before I make that assumption, he mm -hmm. has uh, time to respond. That's yeah. where he does his spell. Yeah. Responds. Like, okay... Okay, you're chingling too. Go ahead and respond. That's the that's the last chain. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, response. He does his Etsy of the new fire king. Yeah. And now I reverse back again and I go, okay, draw a card. And then since you're the only one that is on the field, pop your card. Yeah. His 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 um argument was like, wait, when he's summoned, 
you, all your monsters get to be destroyed. That's like it. That's a trigger effect. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And he's like, no, it goes like it's like no, it does not go out because I was trying to explain to I was like my own words was like you're missing timing because I pop your card before mm -hmm. you can you were allowed to even attempt to activate the trigger effect. Yeah. But the better ruling or better way to explain it, it was the car was never on the field for it to activate his trigger yeah. effect. It's not in the proper location. It wasn't in its proper location. So he didn't, he didn't believe it. So it was like, all right, that's fine. So I'll, I remember I say Judge Travis and everybody, and every I saw everybody's faces. Everybody turned and looked yeah. at me because I'm pretty sure if I call somebody judge, on somebody on a ruling, it's because it's it's because the person that I'm going against does not understand, and they know that I understand the game. I know how to play. Like I yeah. know, like I'm not trying to cheat out. So when I say judge, I can literally see everybody's faces looking at me, yeah, trying to explain the situation. And Tra and Travis, he's, he's a judge, and so it's crazy. Um, at the time, Travis says like, yeah, my effect goes up, and then they have to go towards the fire king player yeah. and explain the situation. All right, so you need to understand. So how it works is. What I said. Yeah. Because because my effect goes off last term and, and my effect popped him off, his monster didn't have a chance to be properly summoned. Mm -hmm. So his effect cannot be triggered because now it's placed under the graveyard. Yeah. It can do its graveyard effects once in the field, like it does its vein, that's fine. Yeah. But now when it's no longer fit, it cannot do its initial thing. So it had to be like a little back and forth until the guy finally understands, like, yeah. oh, okay, that's how it works. So so that I learned a lot from that one. There's like, yeah, I had to be very careful with the people that I'm playing. Not that I say that the guy was intentionally cheating. It's yeah. not, it's just I didn't, I wasn't paying attention and I wasn't paying attention to some of the Fire King stuff. I didn't know what it does. So it was just brand new. So when I saw all these new rulings, like I had to be like very strategic and make sure that he's properly doing the right things at the right time, at the right triggering. Because otherwise, he was just basically like the fact. Yeah, effect. like I autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah. And I was like, my man, tell me what the effect does and what yeah. and what are you doing? Because otherwise I'm just gonna assume that you're just cheating without even telling me. And you could and and you could probably like doing it knowing that I don't know how to play the deck, and you yeah. can just like cheat combo off without even knowing. So that's why it's like important to like talk and communicate through faces. Every time you're doing effects, it's like, hey, it's special effect. Any response? No? Okay. Go on. Yeah. And if your opponent's not talking, force them to talk. Like, every time they're like, oh, they're like, effect on like two to do what? Okay. Continue. You know? Yeah. Like, even if I have nothing in hand, I'm still forcing them to tell me everything because it's like, if they're if they're cheating, then they might have a discrepancy like game two, right? I'm like, yeah. wait, that's not what you said this did last turn. Now you're telling me it's a different effect, you know? So it's like, I'm forcing them. And it's also harder to like, come up with a lie on the spot. So then they're pretty much going to say, the truth and then realize they've messed up and like, oh yeah, so I can't do this. And it's like, okay, you know. Um, but not saying like most people there are not like cheating on purpose, but it's still like the game is so complicated. Yeah. That like you have to make sure the interactions are how they're going. And the only way yes. to do that is to communicate with their opponent. And if they're not communicating, then you have to force them to communicate. It's to respect the game set yeah. itself, you know, respect yeah. the integrity of the of the game, you know. We all want to play equally fair, you know. Yeah. We all want to play um without not knowing what's going on and and then just lose the game because like, oh, I thought it wasn't supposed to be like that. Yeah. Oh, my opponent did it like that. I was like, well, you should have called it out. Yeah. It, yeah, because well, there's times where like, I'll, I'll like activate an effect and it's a mandatory effect. So I told yeah. my opponent, I'm like, mandatory effect. Mm. And then like, like DPE. I yeah, will act, like, it's... Activate DPE when it hits the graveyard. And then the next standby, like we'll both forget and then like, you miss timing. I'm like, I can't miss timing if it's mandatory. Yeah, you can mistime me when I don't activate something, and I, I no longer can. You can't mistime me when it's mandatory, and it's both players' responsibility to keep the main state. Yeah. That's why I tell people all the time because they're like, "Oh, you forgot." I'm like, "I'm like two player game state," and then you're like, "Okay," you know, because it's like I understand like if it's an optional effect, I won't remind people because yeah. like that's part of you having to know your own deck. That's like if it's someone new or like a little kid, I'll help them out. But if it's like an adult, I don't really help them no post game right. i do tell my hey you forgot this trigger and you could have yeah exactly doing but like mid game unless it's like a kid or someone new like i don't typically help them, but i will help them but to me it's like 
I'm telling you it's mandatory because you both have to maintain it. It's in the rule book for Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, both players exactly. have to maintain it. So to me, it's a little malicious when you know I'm telling you it's mandatory and you forget to also remind me. And then you're also like, oh, but you missed time. And I'm like, I told you it's mandatory. Like with the Fire King, they're all mandatory effects. Mm. The one in standby, they're mandatory effects. So I told him like, this is mandatory. In case I forget, you also have to remember. And I and, and it goes both ways too. Sometimes you forget effect. I'm just like, dude, you're forgetting this effect. Like Magnumut. Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. forgets Magnumut. Everybody forgets Magnumut. Yeah. And I told him like, you already activated it, so it has to resolve. It's yeah. not an optional re- resolution effect. I'm like, you activate, so I'm like, end phase. I'm like, you're forgetting something. You're like, what? I'm like, think about it. Like, oh, Magnumut. Yeah. Like I'm not letting you go through without searching it. Yeah. But I'm still gonna remind you. Like you have to remember your own stuff too. But it's like you're supposed to maintain both. So, so like I, that's the only time where I get like annoyed. It's like I tell you, like, yo, this is mandatory, so it's not optional. So you can't say it's you know mistiming in both ways. When they tell me something's mandatory, I also yeah. try to remember. Every time he's Magnum, I always like end phase. You're forgetting to search your dragon. But yeah, not saying that like this guy was doing that or anything. No, no, no. It but wasn't. it's just Yu-Gi-Oh is so complicated. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very complicated, and there's so many monsters and spells and chats effects overall that you. Like, it, it's just so much that you can handle and so much that you keep forgetting. Like, mm-hmm. even the most basic stuff, like you say, Bestial Magnama, you know it's a mandatory effect. that You have to search it, you know? And yeah. It, it, you got so many fins in your head, like, try to calculate. It's like, okay, I did this. Now I have to re-strategize this. Now I have to do this. Like, it's very common. Like, people make mistakes. Make It's a human error. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's knowledge is power. So, like, the more knowledge you are, the, the better you're rewarded. Mm-hmm. But... It, it does come with its risk of, you know, knowing that you have to know everything and like make sure it's like, oh, wait, is this how it works? Or is this how it works? Is yeah. this how I have to do it? Oh, shit, I forgot I got this. Like, there's so many times that I, I forgot about um, Legaria's end phase effect. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there are times that I've totally forgot about it. And then when I passed turn, I, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to put Primera and I could just combo up and then just go back and then I totally forgot I, I could have ended this a long time ago yeah, yeah. and then and, and, and that effect is not mandatory and that's not so mandatory I don't have to tell you yeah. exactly so I was just like oh fuck I forgot about it same yeah. thing with um, with Pearly people sometimes forget the, the field spell lets you add yeah again it's not mandatory it's so not I'm mandatory like, end, end but I'm like end phase yeah can I draw yes you can okay drop it. it's already my draw phase you can't add anymore yeah Um, I always confirm like right before I'm gonna draw I'm like can I draw? This is your last chance. And like, yeah, go ahead. Okay. You forgot your, <laughs> your field spell. You forgot your Ligatio. Like stuff yep. like that. Stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. It's very important to, and and, and, it, and it's not easy. It's not easy to remember all these effects. Remember yeah. all, all these triggering effects or this ignition effects, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. It's not easy to know all these quick effects that you like, you either have to activate or it's mandatory to activate and whatnot because like, Again, you're doing you're doing an autopilot that you're doing so many fits that you forgot about one thing or not. It's gonna happen regardless. You know, nobody's yeah. perfect about it. I, you know, but yeah, bro. Like that was our locals, man. Yesterday, it was, it was pretty, fun. It yeah. was fun. It was. I got I got fourth overall first time with that deck. So <laughs> yeah, and you have no draw. You have one draw right against George. That's one one, and then game three was a draw. Wait, so how many wins you had? You had two, two. one one two one one. Yeah, bro. I had the same thing. I had two one one. So how do you top before I did? Because. I lost the first place. No, sorry. I drew the first place with uh-huh. George and I lost the second place. You're lost. Like, so what? for Yu-Gi-Oh, you get extra like decimal points mm-hmm. depending who you fight against. So because I, your loss was to me and my loss was to someone who's higher than me. So like, I would get maybe like 0.06 and you got 0.01. Something like that. It's like these minute decimals that like place it when there's tiebreakers. That's why technically when you do squish, there's never a real like tie because the decimal points matter. So even though they told wow. us like, oh, you got like, like I got like 7.7 points. Yeah. Other people got seven points. It comes down to, I lo- I drew the first place and I lost the second. So that's already like extra decimal points. Because a bunch of people were, like you said, 2-1-1, but it's like, you're not going to have like 500, like first, uh, fourth places, you know? Um, that's crazy. Yeah. So it comes down to decimal. So it's like, Losing to a better person at tops is better for you than losing to someone who's like at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So my only loss was with you. 
Yeah, like yeah, you weren't my only loss because everybody else's two yeah. wins in a draw. And the two wins weren't like were big guys. It was just two small timers. Yeah. So that win, those wins didn't matter on the point system. Even if I had a perfect score, it didn't matter. I would still not be yeah. top. Damn, that's o- also the way like it, it does is like because we did fight. Mm-hmm. And since I beat you and we have the same score, like the whole number, you can't top over because I beat you. Now I get it. So we're two on one, two on one, but we already fought. We already and fought I beat and, you. and you beat me. Yeah, so, so you, you have a leg up of me. Over me, yeah. Now it makes sense. Okay, damn. Yeah, okay. I get uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it's in that fair's perspective, I guess that's fair. Yeah. But it's still it, it, it's complicated, it's, but Konami yeah. has its ways to like figure this out so you don't have to go into round 20th to yeah, decide to decide like decide. Fourth place, right? Because there are, like I said, there were a bunch of two on ones at the end. But it's like I lost a second place. I drew with first place. That's already giving me a lot more decimal points than the other people. Who who was the first? George. Yeah. And then second goes who? Alex. And then third, Juan. So Alex and Juan had a, the, the same score. Wait, so we all had the same score? We all had two one ones? No, no, no. Because no. I had a two one one. Alex had a, had a had a draw or a lost. One loss. He was 3-1. And, and Juan was 3-1 as well. Okay. Now it makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. And then George was undefeated? He went undefeated? No. Well, yes, because he never got a loss, but he drew against me. Uh, he was undefeated. Oh, so he, <laughs> undefeated, per se, yeah. but he still got that uh, yeah. extra point. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he didn't lose like Juan or or, or, or Lalitz. Now it makes more sense. Yeah. So yeah, he oh, had okay. a whole number over Alex and Juan. That's so why that's why, retired. that's why you went fourth place instead of yeah. me because you already faced me and beat me. Yeah. So you you already have a, a point decibel more than me. Yeah. Now I get it. Okay. Yeah. And again, like Cameron, Cameron's loss was a buy. No, no. Kenneth. One of his no. He, a, he lost because he showed up late. Yeah. His yeah. His loss was to himself. So he yeah. yeah. So he was like out of all the two on ones, he was like the lowest. Because his loss was to himself. Now, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for, for educating me on this. Because I was still, like, confused the whole as, like, how is it puzzle these guys? Like, how do we, how do we, how do you even tie break on all this? Knowing that there were so many 2 one ones. Yeah. I didn't know once. And then Alice's um, scoring. I thought, I yeah. thought they, yeah, I thought they were in the same boat as us. That it was a 2 one one. Okay. Like, if, if I beat, I probably, I probably would have been second. Because my draw was to George. Oh, okay. So it would have depended. It actually would depend who was third and fourth. Because it would have been like, did I fight more people higher up than, than, than George? George. But right. again, that's just like a speculation. But I, I probably would have been either first or second, depending. Or, But again, like me and George probably would have split the money. I don't really care yeah. about the money yet. He does because he wants to buy more One Piece stuff. Yo. <laughs> like you're playing another card game to support your other <laughs> card game. That's bro, George is genius, man. He he's yeah. a hustler. He's a hustler. He knows how to hustle his money out. That's hilarious, bro. He has a store credit. He's like, okay, buy me these, buy me these. Yeah, man. buy more of one piece. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> match rarity. Ah. Yeah. And some of these match rarities are like two thousand dollar cars. I was like, fuck me. What are you playing this? Why are you playing a two thousand dollar card in a deck? Sell. Get two thousand dollars out of it. Shit. But yeah, bro. Um, anything else you want to talk about TCG um, on the locals? I know there's like one thing I, I said that to you yesterday that I was like, the next year is going to be the year of the fire. It's right year of the fire for OCG. Yeah, it's been a well, year. Well, technically it's somewhat here because of rescue ways. Right. But I think like it started to, yeah, started to go off mm-hmm. on rescue ways. Fire King is about to start up. People yeah. are been playing Infernoble Knights, and that's yeah. considered fire as well. And now with the new set that's coming, the new core set, Phantom Nightmare. Um, there had there is not that many cards that people are starting out to, except for the fire link free. Yeah. And probably goblin if people care about goblins. I'll care for it later. It's not something I'm want to invest like now. It's something I'll invest later if I want to if I want to go again with punk. Bonfire that like they're gonna put bonfire on, on the one of the millennia maze of millennia, yeah. And then the new this the new court said that they announced legacy of destruction, 
Mm-hmm. They just announced like these fire dragons. Yeah, the war rock dragon. War rock, <laughs> in other words. Um, yeah, the, the it's an, an interesting mechanic of how to like OTK your opponent right there in the battle phase. And yeah. and play around Nibiru as well. Which I, I saw some of the replays out of it. They call it bestowed dragons or bestowed tempai dragons whatever the yeah. fuck that is it's not localized yet no yeah. it's not local it's still it's it's been announced that's yeah. gonna come out on the ocg like in january something like that it's gonna come over in tcg like probably like april may yeah possibly may that's when they're gonna you know, release it so we still have like six months away to release it and so far that's like i think like that's like the next Yu-Gi-Oh! cards that I will invest. I'm not going to invest on anything on Yu-Gi-Oh! until that corset. Like, probably I'll I'll go to the Phantom Nightmare, sneak peek, buy a booster patch here and there, probably buy one bot and that's it. Yeah. There's not, there isn't anything for me to actually like, ooh, I want this card. Ooh, I want this card. Probably like the Ray Raptor cards. Those Ray Raptor cards look fire. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if, if Ray Raptors will be very competitive, but it looks competitive. Unban the wind barrier. <laughs> if they do, you know what? Because Ray Raptors are all dark, so they just do the dark barrier. Okay. Yeah. No, but like that doesn't really like affect people. No, not at all. Not the thing is, like, dark is it's the most common uh, attribute. You, you have the level seven <clears throat> Ray Raptor, like in summon the wind barrier, because it summons like a wind. Oh, wing beast. Got yeah. you. And so that's the one you summon. For rim barrier, yeah. Because that's what people were doing Cash Tira or what I was doing. Yeah, they were doing that a lot. I would like special summon it with the Raid Raptor and then I'm like, and then normal summon the other one. So like, even if you like be over one of them, it's like, well, you still have the other one to deal with. Yeah. And the Raid Raptor does damage and then nice. I already summon like a good amount of monsters before I summon the, the statue. And again, and if I um have Unicorn, Unicorns win. Yeah. But... but- in Fire King, I already said I'm gonna play the the bonfire. Yeah, no, no, no. The um the Abella Star. No, I'm gonna play it. The the fire statue. I was telling you. Oh, the, that's yeah. A, yeah, that's an interesting take because nobody's playing fire. So it's like, okay, fire statue, hello. Because you use the Prometheus Princess and then use the um the snake eyes. Yeah. The big the big eye. Yeah, flambrain. To put it in your spell and trap zone from the graveyard. So you take the wind barrier, you put it in your spell and trap zone. Yeah. And then next turn you can special summon it. So immediately it's like, oh, <laughs> quick effect summon it. Okay. That's ridiculous, honestly. And, that, and, and, and that's, that's to say, like, bro, like, we got fire support all throughout the, the halfway for the year. That's like yeah. crazy. It's going to be that many fires. I mean, oh, wait a minute. I forgot. We have volcanics before, like the new mm-hmm. volcanics, the new salad. So it's even yeah. be- probably before Rescue Ace. We have all this volcanic support and whatnot. Yeah, it's been the year of the yeah. fire. Been of the year of the fire. So when I saw these, I was like, interesting. I like how it plays out. I feel like, all right, it's a good investment for me. Yeah. So I don't have to spend any money on Yu-Gi-Oh! until, until then. But I don't know. Like, I f- and, and I feel like whatever the support that they have on that new archetype, Mm-hmm. They're gonna have more support later down the road. Oh, of course, that, yeah. That's just wave one out of. Three. Yeah, that's wave exactly. Like yeah. it's it's still it, it's broke. It's very good as it is. I feel like it has its a lot of weak points, but its main thing is play um battle phase. Yeah, because you can just synchro off on battle phase, and you can still continue on to do all these shenanigans on battle phase, which is like ridiculous. Something that you don't yeah. see that often. To like re-trigger, re-special summon on Batterface and on the attack declarations. That's an mm-hmm. interesting thing, man. To me, it's like a wannabe like super poly. Because that's how like sometimes you win games. It's like you attack, you have nothing else. And you're like super poly, my own monsters into the final attack. So that's kind of what the dragons are doing, right? It's like you beat over, beat over, I have nothing else. Well, now I can synchro summon yeah. and have another beat stick. And that might win me the game because I already like... And, and that's and that's crazy because that's how you get the Trident Dragon, the like the most impossible synchro level ten. Is that's a level ten, right? Dragon, I think. I don't remember the level. I'll say I'll say it's a level ten. It's a it, it, it the requirements is way too much. It was like oh you need a dragon tuner and a dragon non tuner. Yeah. To be on a level ten and. And it's a good and it's a free K big stick, but it's still like I not not many 
or any drag, Dragon League players do not play that synchro because they say they have better synchros off and yeah. better link monsters to OTK than they have <laughs> than to do something that's over commitment. This deck alone, this new archetype allows to release that Trident dra uh, Dragon much more effective, much faster. Like that, de that deck was specially made for that card alone. Yeah. And I see it because every time I see other replays, like I see that card as the final boss, like the final OTK because. Mm -hmm. If you read it's a fed, the fed goes off um, when it's summoned. You can destroy or you pop two cards on your side of the field. It can make an additional attack per field, yeah, per per pot that he that they destroy. Yeah, so you can make essentially free attacks additionally to your original attack. So imagine you getting run over by a three thousand beat stick three times, like bam, bam, bam. Yeah, and especially. When if you pop the field spread, they have a field spread which is like kind of broken. If the field spell is sent to the graveyard, you can target one synchro and and it gains double the amount of the original attack. So it's a six thousand attacking three times. Yeah, ridiculous. I don't know. It looks very cool. I liked the gimmick aspect mm -hmm. of it. Like it's an interesting. You can play around Nibiru because Nibiru only requires for you to be in main phase, not on battle phase. So when yeah. you're attacking on battle phase and you're doing all these. Quick effects to attack and then, oh, attack decoration activates effect, special, then synchro, synchro off, then, yeah, OTK basically. Like, and, it, and each effect also allows to like pop cards on the field. So you're basically like board breaking your, your, your opponent's board yeah. little by little until you OTK them completely. So it's an, it, the, the set, it's still, there, there's still, there's still like more than halfway through to reveal. The majority of the cards. This is just like the wave one part of this of that set. We're still waiting for wave two, where they're gonna reveal more and more cards as we get closer to January when yeah. the set is gonna be released on the OCG. So far, I, I'm liking it. I'm liking that archetype. I don't know if we're gonna have a broken card. You know the well. They have a <laughs> like the frost, the prosperities, oh, the lightning like storm, okay. like a non-engine card. I don't know if that set. We're going to have a broken car like that. Like Phantom Nightmare. The only one I can think that's broken is the Prometheus Princess. No. Yeah. Yes. You're forgetting the illusion monster. Is it broken? I, I didn't. I'm it's not like, paying attention to their illusions. Honestly. I read it when it came out. I think if I remember correctly, it's like it's almost like a spirit of Neos. Do you know what? Spirit? Oh, basically like on battle phase, you just summon it. Oh, okay. and it's one of those monsters. Like if anything battles it, nothing. It can be destroyed. Because right, that's what the illusion gimmick is. Yeah, it's like so. It's like a battle trap, and I think it. I yeah, I don't know. If it, it, but would it be like a card that's broken enough that it can be splashed on any deck, or it's only for illusion cards? To, I think it's like a going second. Hmm. So like, if if you're afraid, it's like okay, I have nothing in here, you're attacking me while you're summoning. So kind of like a gorse in a way. Yeah. Um. Like an over, like a better version of a gorse. That's but if they have Fenrir, they can just I guess target advantage. Yeah, basically. Um, well, technically, if they, depending on the player, if you use Fenrir first, that's pretty bad. You want to use your other stuff because then if I summon it, you have to redeclare battle. You're already past the beginning of the declaration. So Fenrir can't activate. So you no cannot more. activate a Fenrir's effect because yeah. you already missed the type declaration. That's but what I was going to say is, so that new archetype, the dragon one, it has a Rhoda for fire dragons. What's that? The fire dragon. There's this a spell card. Coming out that is a, like Rota for level four lower dragon and fires. The archetype? Yeah. They have their own. I have. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. I'm looking at it right here. Uh, is it this one? Singing Kaiman? Add uh, if this card was activated outside of battle phase, apply one of these effects. If it was yeah. activated during battle phase, you can apply any of them in sequence. Yeah. Yo, this is a cracked version of Road. I'm yeah. looking at it. So it's Singing Kaiman. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure the English version is going to be better. Yeah. Um, Add one level four or lower fire dragon monster from your deck to yeah. your hand. Special summon one fire dragon monster from your hand. Guess what card you can search? Dragon Maid. Yo! <laughs> I'm searching, guys. I'm sorry if you don't see it, but... <laughs> you can search up Dragon Maid. Oh, Kitchen Dragon Maid? Yep. It's level three. If this card is normal, special summon, you can add one dragon main monster from your deck in hand and then send one dragon main monster from your hand to the graveyard. At the start of the battle phase, you can return this card to your hand. And if you do special summon, one level eight dragon main from your hand or graveyard. So basically, essentially, trigger this effect and then search the dra the fire dragon version of the of dragon main 
yeah, it's just Dragon Maze support, which is D- some versions of D Link. So it's some D Link support well, my, already. My boy Blaster is gonna be in in that deck for that sure. Deck, yeah. Oh yeah! Wow. Oh my God! So any Dragon Maze players, they see this and be like, "Yep, finally we have a Rota. Yeah, we have a Rota for Dragon." I did not realize that. Oh my God! That means we're gonna have a lot of Dragon Maid players that be like, "Yeah, Dragon Maid, that's right." Bounce, bounce, bounce. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I just, but I think it's still like a funny interaction. That's, that's a like, funny interaction that you could just add kitchen right away, yeah. and then you could just combo off with just your Dragon Maid combos. Yeah, that's crazy. And the card was designed to support that Fire Dragon. It's supposed to yeah. support that Fire but Dragon. Now it's also supporting Dragon Maid. Wow. Wait, how many more fire dragons do we oh, have? Oh, they're not good. They're not good? No. Uh, Dragon, where are you? You have like mask dragon. 59 cards we have. All right, you can have... Oh, level four is right, right? Yeah. Level four. Hold on. Nine cards. The Flambell Lava Dragons. I heard somebody, some weird interaction with this card. Yeah. Uh, Horus, the original Horus. Mm-hmm. Dragonic Guard, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it's definitely But you can do four, three, two, one. Oh, burner. Oh yeah, my god, burner, burner, yeah. burner to get to blaster. Yep. Yo, you crazy. And they got mass dragon. <laughs> and they got mass dragon. Magna Drago Flame again, the flame world cards. Yep. It's, yeah. it's a fin. Wow. Wow, I mean, it looks interesting. I mean, for the first wave, it went until the second wave of that archetype is to get supported and whatnot. But back to what I was saying, like, so far, I haven't seen, like, anything that's, like, broken card, generic broken card, like, they always print. Like, they have the frost, the prosperities, the droplets, the triple tactics, the lightning storms in the course, the stuff that you know, this is what's going to sell the... Yeah, the SP. the, The set itself. So far, I haven't seen anything on Phantom Nightmare that's gonna like, oh yeah, you need to have this broken engine car, non-engine car, because you can splash on any deck. Just Prometheus, that's it. Just Prometheus. And it's only for fire players, you know? And then and the, the other one, Legacy of Darkness, so far, nothing I see is like Wildfire. Again, this next two courses, if Legacy of Destruction doesn't have like another wow factor on it, like it's gonna be another flop set, yeah. like I don't see anything that's like, we have to get this ASAP. Like, this is going to be it. Like, no, we haven't seen anything yet. So far, it's been mid, average, bad. Nothing like really, really good. Nothing that people will sink their teeth. But yeah. I could be wrong. It's still, we're still halfway for the discovery of that set. So what are your thoughts on it? Konami's going to drop a ban list and then it wants to be like, everything in the new sets are broken because <laughs> everything else is banned. <laughs> As evidence of Konami and their yeah. pains, you know. They're going to hit Fire King. They're going to hit Ace, Rescue Ace. Um, like, what else does matter? More Runic hits, Bestial hits. And then it'll be like, well, the only thing good to play is the new set stuff. And if that happens, I'm playing Ubo. <laughs> I'm playing Ubo. I don't care. At that, at that point, just ban everything. Ban everything. <laughs> and now everybody gets to play Rogue Decks. If they actually hit Fire King's bad, I'm going back to Cash to you. Really? Yeah. They can't, they can't because they, they're trying to sell it. They try to sell Bonfire and they try to sell the the what the what you call it? The um, Phantom Nightmare for the, the snake for guys. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, the, the Prometheus and the Snake Guy. Yeah, yeah, Populous. They can't they can't hit Fire King that off that quickly. And especially when it hasn't been topping that often yet. Like, yeah. It's been it's been getting recognition. But it's not well, being, I'm not um, saying now, but I'm saying like once in May, like once we're like halfway through the year. Yeah, we'll I, now at that point, yes. At that point, I see. Because don't forget, they hit pearly super fast and super heavy. Super heavy, yeah, super heavy. Like, super heavy, like only less than a month. Everyone was like about to like poop their pants, and then yeah, because I fought on Nicholas against. Them. I was like, I can't beat this, and then they were like, fan scarecrow, and I was like. Cool. No okay, no one's playing this. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, Konami has this bad reputation. It may happen. Um, yeah, probably may. They probably hit or ban or something. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just random at best. But I promise you, the X coming back. X, Zoo, Zoo, 
Zodiac, yeah. Mm. Very unbanded in, in um, Master Duel. In that case, unbanned readouts and, and title. Because if they unbanned sure. it, it will happen. And we called it. Yeah. We definitely called it. We didn't know it was going to um, get unbanned on Master Duel. But yeah. it sometimes TCG takes hints on Master Duel. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um, let us know in the comments down below what you guys think about that and what you guys think about the, the new support and you and the prediction of the Nets ban list. Let us know in the comments down below. Let's move on to the next uh, few topics that we got to talk about. What's going on, everyone? This is Wilson right here. And if you're seeing this part at the end of the episode, guys, don't worry about it. Relax. I just decided to cut the episode in half because it was way too much content that I feel it has its needs to divide it into two parts, into two episodes. Why not? You want to dedicate one episode on a certain topics and the other one to other topics. So the next episode, we'll be talking about other things. But as always, it's every week with a brand new episode with brand new topics. So guys, remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes here at youtube.com slash AWGC podcast or AWGC podcast.com where you can check all my latest episodes. But as well, you guys can comment down below and let me hear your thoughts, share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to cover or you want my guests to cover, please let us know in the comments down below. We'll do our best to cover on the next episode guys so thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you guys in the next one all right peace